Welcome to A Shower of Roses. I'm Jenna, your host. On this podcast, we read together the readings for the upcoming Sunday Mass in the Roman Catholic Church, so that when you walk into Mass on Sunday, you feel enlightened and empowered with the knowledge of the Gospel that you need to have a meaningful and personal experience with Christ every week. I'm Catholic, but you certainly don't have to be to listen to this podcast. The Gospel is for anyone, anywhere, at any state of life. We're so glad you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to read the readings for May 3rd, 2020, the fourth Sunday in Easter. This week I am joined by two very special guests. I have Elise and Mary from the Messy Buns podcast with me. How are you doing, ladies? We're doing great. Thank you for having us. I am thrilled because I love your podcast. I really do. And um, so I'm happy to have you guys on. You're welcome. Um, Could you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves and your faith lives and, um, and then tell us about your, your podcast as well. Yeah, absolutely. So like, like you said, we're called messy buns podcast and it took a while for us to kind of come up with the perfect name, you know, but Elise and I have been friends for, what is it Elise now? Like what, 10, 15 years, something like that. We met and, um, we are very close, obviously best friends. And so, throughout that time, we've experienced like <laughs> everything, right? Like a lot of different joys, but also a lot of suffering, probably more than your average <laughs> amount of suffering. Um, but it's through that suffering that we've experienced our greatest joys. And so if you kind of look at the analogy of a messy bun that like life is messy, right? But messy buns are actually really kind of cute if you think about it too. Yes. So, so we, we're, we're also very silly. I should have kind of um, said that as well, but, um, it's just the idea of, uh, of, 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 you know, making God's word and God, what God shows us like to look good, you know, even through all the suffering, even through all the, the struggles, um, just trying to be authentic about that and where we are and trying to bring that to real people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Elise, what could you add to that? I mean, I would just say that, um, yeah, we're very unpolished um, (laughs) in the sense of, you know, we've always been people. I mean, I know I've always been somebody who really, truly loves the messy people, you know, um, I, you know, I was a youth minister. I had bright red hair, shaved sides, you know, like, and, and like people were so afraid of me at first and then they get to know you. And I've always been attracted to people who were unique and people who were maybe off the grid and maybe would be considered the black sheep or whatever. And, and accepting people as they are and loving people as they are rather than being like, Oh, this person is this way. So they can't be holy. You know, like we don't all have to dress the same way. We don't all have to act the same way and we can still strive for holiness, you know? And I think that's trying to get that authenticity out there into the world of like, we're real people too. We have real emotions. We have real hurt. We have real pain. We have all these things and we can't just do the Jesus loves you, you know, and everything's great all the time because it isn't. It isn't great all the time. And that's why we want to talk about those things, to bring light to it so people don't feel alone and feel like Christian is this sterile life 
when in fact it's super rich and deep and emotions are involved in it. And those are really important as well. So, yeah. And something else about the lifestyle you're talking about, Elise, is that it's so countercultural and it's kind of like whether we're going into like suffering or this countercultural life, uh, we're kind of going into battle. And how do we look when we go into battle? We put our messy bun up and we're like ready to go, like suited up, like we're warriors. And so like, that's kind of also what we're about is just being warriors, you know, for Christ. Yes. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I love the authenticity of the, of the both of you and like what you guys are doing. And, and that's what we need. Like, I feel like, um, your podcast is perfect for, um, just like young girls, like a, like a young college girl that needs to be like, mm. like, I want to follow Jesus, but like, I'm broken. I'm kind of a mess. Like, is there a space yeah. in the church for me? And like, yes, the answer is yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and uh, we just, it, yeah, we can't put on this facade of like, I have, I have it all together. Cause it's like, Amen. we don't, no one has it all together. <laughs> no, no one does. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The church made up of Messy, messy, messy people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our, like our, our, our first Pope, like I always love Peter, you know, because he's such a mess and he's such yes. a like unpolished <laughs> a kind of person. He is, he was such a mess and he was so unpolished love and it. like things flew out of his mouth. And like, that's, that's our church. Like God chose Heck him. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're like, like real like, people. We're yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I love it. And that is actually perfect because we're going to read about Peter. I know. That's what I was reading. just thinking. Elise, yeah. that's a good call. Look at you. Transition. <laughs> All right, cool. So shall we jump into the readings then? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the first reading is Acts chapter 2, verse 14a and verses 36 to 41. Okay. It says, Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and proclaimed, Let the whole house of Israel know for certain that God has made both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and they asked Peter and the other apostles, what are we to do, my brothers? Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promises made to you and to your children and to all those far off, whomever the Lord our God will call. He testified with many other arguments and was exhorting them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 persons were added that day. I just think it's so funny, Elise, because you just mentioned how messy Peter was. Yes. (laughs) I just just imagined, like, in the first few words of this, it says, Peter stood up with the eleven. He says, let the whole house of Israel know for certain that God has made both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. I imagine him being like, (laughs) just so y'all know. Right. Y'all just killed God. (laughs) Y'all just killed God. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't pull it. Like, he just, like, punches. Like, he comes out punching. Like, he's so sweet. (laughs) And then I feel it. Go ahead, go ahead. And it's because of the Holy Spirit, right? Because this is right after Pentecost. He's, he's like, filled up. And this this is the same Peter that denied knowing him three times. And that was, like, embarrassed and ashamed. And now he's, like, hmm. Yeah. Laying it down. Now, yeah. 
now y'all gonna pay attention, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they received it. And I feel like they're like, oh, snap. Like, we really messed up. <laughs> You know, well, yeah. and I love it because it says hearing this, they were cut to the heart. So yes. they literally like they literally were like, oh, snap. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And as they're open, the Holy Spirit giving them this wisdom and being able to look at themselves. And I think that's kind of like we can take this to present day, too. Like there's so many times when we're just not paying attention to what's going on around us. Elise talked in a, in a podcast not too long ago about docility and just the power of being docile and being open to what the Holy Spirit is trying to communicate to us. Like, and we look at these people like, and, and now we can see like, how could you not have seen that you were killing God? You know, it's easy for us to see because right, we're so right. far removed, but in that moment, we're all those people. <laughs> we put them right. up on that cross, you know? So right, I right. think to take from that is just to like, let's not fall asleep. Let's not pay. Let's not be like, like, you know, at, at least, you know, we always have another day to, to turn around and actually start paying attention right. and, um, and feel and hear that call, you know? Yeah. Right. And that's the message here. Cause they say like when they realize what they've done, they're like, Oh snap. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Is it, is it over for me? Is it the end? Mm. And he's like, no, it's no, just repent. Yeah. Yes. You are the exact people who were in the crowd saying, crucify him, crucify him. But it's not, that's not the end for you. Just yes. repent and be baptized. And when it's, it's, it's so beautiful, like the humility, because it always starts with that humility. Like you were saying before, Jenna, like it, you know, Peter was very, uh, he denied Christ three times, you know what I mean? So he's a sinner too, you know, but he's also experienced the power of God's mercy and it, but it took him being Mm -hmm. humble and admitting, Lord, I need you. Like, I can't do this without you. You know what I mean? And so here, that's what he's saying. Like, you have to be humble enough. You have to be humble enough to come to Jesus and be like, I need you. I can't do this without you. And then look at the power of the transformation of Peter to Mm -hmm. be so bold in proclaiming this when he was the one denying him as well. You know what I mean? So it just shows the the power of humility and then the power of the Holy Spirit once we are open to that grace, you know, and once we Mm -hmm. can say, I need you, you know? Yes. And I love the words repent and be baptized because like you were saying, Jenna, they all, they're like, is it too late? And he's like, no, just be baptized. And and that's an invitation to become sons and daughters of God, that we have this opportunity to be adopted sons and daughters of God and that he will always give us another chance. The only sin that is not forgiven is when we don't ask for forgiveness for so, um, again, words we, we should take into every single day. Yep. Amen. I love it. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else we need to hit here? I think you guys set up fabulously. I just wanted to add, can you imagine getting 3,000 people to get baptized in one day? I know. <laughs> one day. I mean, 3,000. That's, uh, oh gosh. talk about goals, right? St. Peter. Right. Thank you for that. Yeah. I like how it's literally the last thing that's said too. It's like, drop the mic. Oh yeah. Like, and that yeah, very right, right. day, 3,000 were at it. Yeah. Only no big 3, deal. No, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> just a little thing. Yeah. Just for that one sentence. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, and there's only 11 of them doing that. That's a lot of yeah, baptism. Seriously. That's a lot of baptisms. Like we, we, you know, we think we can't get one person. I mean, you know, like that's the power of God's grace, like through God working through us. 
Okay, this is my technological technological brain, but I'm like, they didn't have PA systems. Like, how the heck did all these people hear them? Like, good point. were they splitting them up <laughs> into thousands point. or like what? I don't understand. Holy yeah. Spirit, baby. Amazing <laughs> point. I have no idea. <laughs> I get, but maybe it's just the power of it's 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 um what's it called like the crowd effect it's the same effect right, right. that allowed all of those people to um that like made all those people say oh yeah we should crucify him mm-hmm. right and right that's a good point that, like that whisper down the lane type right. of deal you know the holy spirit yeah. counters that in this passage with you know all of them getting baptized in one day just kind of maybe like it's just that whisper down the lane type of um for sure holy spirit's contagious yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. exactly. this is like a foreshadowing of like the gospel jenna so you were just like holy spiriting like <laughs> it up excellent okay great <laughs> great fabulous fabulous okay cool. we'll get to that can't wait all right, so the second reading is from First uh, Peter chapter 2, verses 20b to 25. Beloved, if you are patient when you suffer for doing what is good, this is a grace before God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was insulted, he returned no insult. When he suffered, he did not threaten. Instead, he handed himself over to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body upon the cross, so that free from sin, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you had gone astray like sheep, but you have now returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. Wow. Dang. Any any line or part that stuck out to you guys? I mean, I feel like I could read it a hundred times and I, I would know. get something different every <laughs> single time. Yeah. There's so much in that. It's so I dense. think for for me with this read, like it always sticks out like he was insulted and did not retaliate with insults. Mm-hmm. Because like when we look at like Christ and his heart, it's like this is where we're so different because we tend towards so much selfishness. And this is why we read the gospel to be able to really truly understand his heart. And like here he is as typical, like he doesn't retaliate with insults. Like he bears it all on his body, you know, and in his heart mm-hmm. and in his mind and his soul. And we're just so incapable without his grace. <laughs> we're so incapable of doing that, you know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the truth. That's such a good point. Yeah. Also, also, I mean, what stands out to me is if you are patient when you suffer for doing what is good, this is a grace before God. Yes. We just see, we all see suffering as this, this horrible thing that we run away from, but it doesn't have to be like that. It's actually not at all what it is. There's so much beauty in suffering well, and we can look at the example right. of Christ in this exact verse and see the beauty of that. And it just takes trust and in, in inviting him into our suffering and offering that up to him that gets us through it beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, I, exactly. And, 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 um, I mean, the ending ties in really nicely to the gospel, which we'll get to, but, and that line by his wounds, you have been healed. Mm-hmm. It's a line that you hear a lot, but just, just this idea, um, that like the, I guess the physicalness that, that 
we get into in this in this letter that like the weight of of the sin of all of humanity, like the physical weight, um, like Jesus felt all of that. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like we think about you know when we when we sin personally, like we are we hurt God, we hurt our relationship with God. But we also have to think of it as like every time we sin, like that's a nail in Jesus's hand. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's, you know, uh, his side being pierced. It's, it's, he really had to physically feel the weight of all sin forever. Um, and yet it's because of those, because of those hurts and wounds, um, his blood heals us. And he was innocent as the, uh, where, where does it's it say that I'm looking for? Yeah. That's the kicker is because he was innocent. He did nothing wrong. And he, he, he carried that. That's a heavy load. <laughs> the sin mm-hmm. of the world. Are you kidding me? Like my own sin. I can't imagine that the weight of that. Right. The sin of the world. I mean, what? And, yeah. and we, you know, complain of so many things throughout the day. I think that this is just uh, another a way that we can look at Christ and just, join our sufferings to him, you know, and be right. grateful <laughs> that he did this for us. Yeah. Cause well, we I, feel the weight of our own sin too. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, you're fine. This is how yeah. we do it, girl. We like constantly are, are jumping in on each other. So like, that's how we do. Don't worry. I'm like, that's how you get good. Co- this is girl conversation. You it's know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh. I, I keep going back to, um, that line that you brought up, Mary. Um, because I think it's so important that we also understand that when God gives us sufferings, that it's a way for us to, to share in that burden of his, a way for us to like show our love for him, because most likely we're not getting consolation in those times. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in that time, it's our way to truly show like an act of the will and like to love Christ above anything else, because you're not receiving necessarily, even though you really Mm -hmm. are, but you're not receiving anything from him emotionally is what you feel like. And so it's very easy in those times to be like, he's abandoned me, you know, (laughs) but like in reality, like we have to remember that, no, like he does all things for our good. And if we trust in that, if we truly believe that, like, this is an opportunity to give back to him, you know, an Mm -hmm. opportunity to be, you know, to carry that cross with him and love on him, you know, and I don't think we really get that many opportunities to do, to love him, you know, cause we're always like, I need, I need, I want, I want, you know, mm-hmm. but like, when can we literally just be like, I'm doing this for you. Like I'm doing this for your people to carry your cross with you, you know? Yes. Right. Preach sister. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. Fabulous. Oh, you guys are great. So, so enjoying talking to you. <laughs> okay. Shall we go on? To, <laughs> shall we go on to the gospel? So this sure. is John chapter 10 verses one to 10. In all truth, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold through the gate, but climbs in some other way is a thief and a bandit. He who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the flock. The gatekeeper lets him in. The sheep hear his voice. One by one, he calls his own sheep and leads them out. When he has brought out all those that are his, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. 
Jesus told them this parable, but they failed to understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus spoke to them again. In all truth, I tell you, I am the gate of the sheepfold. All who have come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep took no notice of them. I am the gate. Anyone who enters through me will be safe. Such a one will go in and out and will find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of sheep and shepherd research. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm like so weird because I always like to like break things down. And so this reading, I've read this before and I have this book. Um, oh my gosh, this is a great resource. FYI, Jenna, it's called The Better I'm gonna Part. I'm going to write it down. Um, the Better Part. Yeah, the better part. And it has the gospel readings with meditations and it breaks it down um, into sections like uh, Christ the Lord, Christ the teacher, Christ the friend. Um, It's really amazing. It's changed my whole prayer life. Um, But so I remember him talking a lot about like the relationship between shepherd and sheep, you know, and you hear that a lot. So, you know, I like to go and be like, okay, so what is real of this? You know, because they talk about... um, he talks about how shepherds will break a leg of their sheep and, and carry it around their neck because they're trying to keep them safe. So I was yeah. like, is this oh, really, snap. I was like, I know I was like, what? dang, is this really real? So I did research and it was like, this is an extreme measure. So like, say that there's wolves and the sheep. So when you look into, it's funny cause there's different things. People have this lame, this idea that sheep are really stupid. And he actually even says it in this, but when I did research, they're actually really intelligent and they're like this pack. They, they instinctively huddle together and kind of are like a pack mentality. So like you were saying with the crucify him, crucify him, they like to move almost like people. Like mm. we like to like do it together. You know what I mean? So, and they actually are very relational and they, they understand and can recognize faces and all kinds of stuff. So this relationship with the shepherd is really important, you know? Um, but so basically uh, it takes a while for that trust to form and the shepherd has to show that he is trustworthy, that he's out for their good. He feeds them, he takes care of them, and then then they'll follow him, you know? But sometimes there's like these stubborn, you know, wayward, which they're very- Sometimes they're dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're very independent and that's what they talk about. They're independent and stubborn. Wonder who that sounds like. And so like there's wolves out and, and these wolves are gonna kill the sheep but it freaking keeps going out there. You know, who does that sound like? But us and sin and we're, you know, like we don't listen. So what, what they do in these extreme circumstances is he has to break the leg and then he, he literally heals him through the process, like puts balm and ointment and does physical therapy to the point where that sheep is so bonded to him afterwards that he Mm. no longer strays, you know? And, and like, I mean, I keep thinking about like what's going on in the world right now and like, if he isn't like breaking all of our legs right now. Oh my now, gosh. And, and like literally being like, it's time for you to heal. It's time to spend time with me. It's time to, to really enter in and allow me to love you and allow me to go deep with you and stop free. Because, you know, I think we would all agree that society has just gotten crazy and out of control. And so he's like, the wolves are out there and you keep throwing yourselves in their mouths. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to break your legs and I'm going to carry you around my neck and take care of you. You know? Wow. Yeah. 
I Holy Spirit. That was Spirit like, so like, powerful today. That was so such exciting. a good, such a good explanation, Elise. And what I was thinking of, what I've been thinking of recently too, with what's going around in the, on, in the world today is now we're seeing how much we need Christ. Yes. Like when we don't have this crazy stuff going on, it's harder to see our need for him. Like when the yep, sheep is walking right. with the foal, we don't necessarily right. know our needs. So we wander off yes. and we, get, we yes. get curious and, you know, and so finally God gives us that freedom. And then right. we get upset when we our leg gets broken. But like, that's what God allows these sufferings in our lives to bring us closer back to him. Cause we're right. like, you know, it's helpful to us. It's really in our best right. interest. And then we really know how much we need him. You know, let's not right. forget that when things are working well. And yep. he's trying to save us from death. Like, you want a broken leg or you want to die? Like, exactly. a mutilated death, you know what I mean? Like, like somebody wants to eat you, you know? And that's like, we don't think about, like, you know, like, so, Jenna, I'm like crazy. Like, I love spiritual warfare and stuff like that. So you'll always hear me talking about, like, take down the devil, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm like, here you have the devil and he wants to devour you. Right. And like Christ is like, calm the heck down, please. Like I want to save you. So like, if I have to freaking break your leg to do it, fine, right. I'll do it. <laughs> right. Oh, Lisa, I thought you were going to say you loved animals, but oh, then I you said love you love spirit. Anyway, I mean, I like it. all of it. She I like the all of it. Right. And the sheep. <laughs> well, and no, then, it's so, so true. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jenna. No, no, you go. Go, go. Um, this, uh, the other thing that I, I found really interesting, because they talk a lot about the gate, the gate, the gate, the gate. Mm. Okay, so mm -hmm. um, they were talking about how, so it, like shepherds, and I don't know if this is still, but they would go out and sleep. Like they'd bring them back into the, to, to their fold, and then he'd sleep in the gate so that the wolves or the predators would be would smell him and that would scare them off and then the sheep wouldn't just like step over him because he's their shepherd you know what i mean so mm -hmm. like this this beautiful analogy of that gatekeeper and how important and what does he do but it's this protective loving you know fatherly shepherding you know kind of figure and he's trying so much to keep us you know safe and fed and they even say that like sheep will literally just keep grazing in one area till there's literally nothing there and they won't move. <laughs> um, so like, and I, I feel like this is us sometimes, right? Like when we're like, we just keep doing the same dang thing over and over. And like, we're like, why am I not getting fed? Like what's <laughs> so true? You know, like, you know and the, the, the shepherd's like, okay, just move a little bit to the left and then right. you'll get some food. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I love that imagery of the gate and him sleeping at the gate. So even like when he's, he's awake and he's taking care of us, even when we're asleep, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so that good. he lays down, I mean, he literally lays down his yes. life for, for the sheep because the shep that's his everything. That is yeah. his, his, yeah. his, um, his whole life is his sheep. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and like you're saying, he sleeps with the sheep that he, a shepherd never, you can't just take off from being a shepherd. Right. Um, and so Jesus is the, and I've been thinking about this too, with like all the coronavirus madness is like, like he is the shepherd that smells like his sheep. Like mm, a good yeah. shepherd would smell like their sheep because yes. he's with them all the time. And like, right, I'm right. thinking about, I love I've that. just been pondering, like if Jesus was on earth right now, like, like where would he be? What would he be doing? Like mm. he'd be like, 
freaking like I just read a story of a priest in Italy who gave up his ventilator. His <gasps> ventilator. Yes, I saw yes, that. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. Jesus. Like that's that is Jesus. That's right. There he is. Like he he would be in it. He would be in the thick of it. He would be in uh, like so I don't know true. some sort of somewhere that that was just like full of sick people. Like that's where he would be. Um, mm-hmm. And like, and, and that's who he is. And, and is he calling all of us to do that right now? Like, no, because that's unwise, right. but, right. but like, we're, how are we being that Christ, just like that priest to, to others, right. you know, um, and all this. Oh. Such yeah. important imagery there. The, like, it's funny cause Mary and I were talking, so I have a lot of health issues. So I've been pretty much quarantined for the past year and a half. <laughs> and so it's funny because <laughs> it's my, true. Yes, it's, I should have yeah, laughed. I called Elise and I was like, yeah. so this is what it's like for you. <laughs> right. Right. And it's funny because I didn't see it that way until she pointed it out. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's why like nothing has changed for me. Like, in fact, things are actually pretty nice because my husband's <laughs> home now. So I'm not alone all the time, you know? So like, it's been so funny, but I'm seeing everybody go through the same phases that I was going through when I, when I first was stuck at home and like the way that the Lord works in all of that, you know what I mean? I just think it's so funny, you know? And I think that, you know, it, it's just important that, that we, we take this time to really, you know, figure out what is, like you said, what is God calling us to? He may not be calling us to give up our ventilator, but one of the things that I've realized is the power of intercession and, and prayer. And like my spiritual director had said to me, like, Elise, like I, like more than any talk or, or, you know, youth group or what, you know, whatever you can do any ministry. Cause we're very, me and my husband have always done tons of ministries and I can't right now. He's like, more than anything, your prayer and intercession is going to be more powerful than anything you could do ministry wise. And we forget that. And I have seen truly the power of intercessory prayer in the midst of my sufferings in the past year and what it does. So we have this opportunity when we're even just uncomfortable, like, you know, people are like, I'm so bored offer it up. Like you Mm -hmm. have this awesome opportunity to take these sufferings and even what, what you think may be minor and like offering it up. Like we have to deal with our emotions right now. We can't run away from them. You know what I mean? And so we, and that's what we typically are doing. Like, we're like, Oh my gosh, I feel something. I'm going to go do something. You know, I'm going (laughs) to go numb it. I'm going to, and the Lord's like, you can't do that right now. Well, I guess you could eat a lot, but you know, um, (laughs) but like, but that's what I'm saying is like, feel your feelings and then like, give that to the Lord and be like, for all these people, all these healthcare workers, all these people who are dying alone, like offer that up for their souls and for their healing. You know what I mean? And like, could you imagine if we all did intercessory prayer? Holy freaking crap. You know, yep. and stop complaining about having to stay inside. By the way, I mean, Elise, I feel like you're the the us from a year and a half. Co- like you're the future <laughs> p- coming back to tell us like all the advice. Like this is what you need to do to get through this. Exactly <laughs> right, and you've got joy. Joy is she possible does. in this, friends. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. Now you have oh to go gosh. through the misery, though. You do. Like you have to get used to it. It's a whole adjustment. You know, it's a whole different way of living. So like. But you have, but it, that's the beauty of like the exploration of like, I was saying this to one of my youth, my old youth group kids, like he was like, I'm going crazy, you know? And I'm like, okay, so here's the deal. If you can't be still, 
you need to go to Jesus with that and figure out why you can't be still, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, don't all of us struggle with that, you know? Absolutely. Real life. That's, uh, yeah. (laughs) It always comes back to real life. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's hard yeah, it's messy is, it's it's gonna force i think it's forcing all of us to like be real with ourselves and like because people are not as busy you've got nowhere to hide like you yes, gotta yes. be real with jesus and with your stuff you gotta sit in the stuff and, and figure it out like we're like this is god is handing us all an opportunity to like wade through your stuff that you mm-hmm. got with him and like lay it all out there yeah Amen. That's right. Oh my gosh, this is so great. So, ladies, tell me, um, can you think of a challenge that for us, for those listening, based on these readings that we could that we could take into the week? Mary. Well, I mean, Elise, I think you just I'm kinda I don't want to hijack your challenge, but I think you just gave it to us. I mean, yep. I think it's a matter of looking at our own suffering and, and finding the goodness in it. Oh, a great thing to do. I did this once with a a prayer group of mine. It was or somewhere. I don't even know where, but it was like, write down a hundred things you're thankful for a hundred, but like you could just keep going, but it's not until you sit there and you write it out that you actually like your eyes start to open to this whole world. Um, and, and actually if you like, you're, you're at 20, you're just like, okay, I gotta find more, find more. And then you keep finding more. We can always find more things to be thankful for. So I think that's a great idea. Hundred things, go <laughs> and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, great. Um, ladies, where can we uh, connect with you and and find you and the podcast and all that? Everywhere. Yeah, we are everywhere. Yeah. Well, we're on Instagram, Messy Buns Podcast. We're also on Facebook. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, and yeah. Yeah. We come fight with us. That's kind of our little slogan. And we just ah! we're just pretty uh <laughs> we just are who we are and um, it's been a lot of fun and we're, we we're finding lots of interesting and challenging subjects to talk about and we have a lot more to come. So we're excited about that. It really is fantastic content. Everyone needs to. Thank you so much. And thank, thank you, Jenna. You. I think this is a brilliant idea. Your been. podcast of, of challenging us and getting us ready for the week, the readings every weekend. That's really it's cool. So good. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode please be sure to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And it would be awesome if you could give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Those ratings help us get this message of the gospel out to as many people as possible. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at A Shower of Roses and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash A Shower of Roses podcast. You can also check out a showerofrosespodcast.com for more information about the show or to send us an email or feedback. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. God bless you and have a great week.